Hey, welcome to a special edition of Making Tame Fishing Podcast. Uh, as you can see, myself and Mike from Binya Outdoors, we're here to bring you some um, special news about the uh, northern north parts of the United States. So, with that being said, let's uh, get this thing kicked off. Brother, brother, it ain't over. We must destroy and rebuild, and still have to move the boulder up this fool's gold hill. We some warriors, yeah, Hey, welcome, welcome to the show. Um, so me and Mike's got some special news, tournament news to bring everybody up north that is still under ice and snow and badass weather. Um, so with that being said, Mike, um, you want to go ahead and announce the news to everybody? So I kind of want to preface this with a story first. So one of the things that I have wanted for a really long time was a tournament trail in the Northeast in to be honest, here in Vermont, we only have one. It's KBF. It's not really what I wanted. And the reason why I say that is because I wanted a tournament trail that had an angler of the year that was large enough that I felt like I was competing, but also convenient. And what I mean by convenient is all the other local trails, there's a few in New England that I'm aware of but they're very, very limited. They have a specific live event once a month, if that. You have to normally drive many hours to get to the boat ramp, spend the whole day there, and then come home. Well, so I decided to reach out to Daniel because my boy runs a ton of kayak stuff already and said, how hard would it be to create a northern series similar to some of the ones you run down south? And... It started out as a conversation of, well, we could just do, you know, a bigger version of the nationwide. But then I also explained to, to Daniel, who forgets, that um, we have this thing called ice up here. And we can't start fishing tournaments in February unless we want to put our kayaks out on the ice. So we needed a different window of time. So we decided to introduce a new tournament trail that is going to be covering... When I say the Northeast, that really has the New England stigma about it, but in reality, pretty much draw a line from Pennsylvania up. So essentially, we're going from Pennsylvania right up into Maine, and we even included Canada because we have some people that are, you know, fishing up there as well. I know a lot of, I mean, one of my big collaborators, Bear Fishing, comes down to Vermont from Canada, but sometimes he fishes up there. So we wanted to create a monthly tournament series that you could fish you could compete for an angler of the year award fish on your terms the days that you have available and now we're here to kind of really announce it officially and really kind of get the ball rolling trying to get some membership and and see who wants to participate 
Right. So with that being said, Mike, uh, I'll kind of run down what I've got set up on, on paper. That way everybody yep. I know is as, as far as, as far as the, what it's going to be called on Tourney X, it's going to fall under the Southeast Georgia kayak bass fishing tab on Tourney X. So, but when you go under there, there's several different tabs and it'll be listed as a Northern online kayak series. So like you said, the states are going to include them, Vermont, Massachusetts, New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maine, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire, and including our people way up north in Canada. So as far as the cost of the, and, and, and I kind of tell you, Mike, it, it, the cost of the tournament is not, is not very high. It, it's only like wow. 40, it's only like $45 to enter, yep. but the, the pot comes out to 42.94 after the PayPal fees taken right off the top. Yep. So the breakdown that we're going to do is the main pot gets $31.44. The big bass pot is $5 taken out, out of the out of the entry fee. And then yep. Tourney X got to get their money, but it's $6.50. They went up, they they went up from $5. Um I've spoken to Wayne way in the year before it was even last year and he was telling me this and that's this is the first time he's went up in cost and i think he said like eight almost eight years so um <clears throat> the breakdown of the pot is the first place winner out of out of each tournament each month is 50 percent of the main pot the second place gets 25 percent and the third place gets 15 percent and then the the 10% is held back to help purchase the the items for the angler the awards for the angler of the year okay so there will be a big pot a big pot big bass pot as well so um so each tournament each month will de depend on the payouts will depend on how many anglers sign up for the tournament so you can do the math. I'm not going to do the math on here because it would just blow your mind that I, I'm just spitting out numbers and it just, you'd be like, oh, oh, oh. You'd it's, be, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but if you want to fish for the, you can fish in the tournaments, but you won't be available. You won't be fishing towards the angler of the year if you, the $20 membership fee in, in into the, into the series. So to explain uh, that a little bit further, they're essentially okay. opens, right? They're, they're but if you want to do the actual year long, then you sign up for a membership. So you don't have right. to have a membership to compete. But if you don't have them, and honestly, for twenty bucks, you're you're missing out in my opinion because at the end of the year, so say you enter into a tournament, you don't enter the membership, and then you win that tournament, right? You could have jump that leaderboard real quick and you're not eligible because you right. didn't pay $20, yeah. you know, yeah. and there's a it's lot so, of stuff that comes with a membership guys. Right. So. And, and, and the membership and, and, and the membership also includes some uh, discount codes to certain, certain sponsors that we have throughout the year as well. So, um, and another thing is each, 
in the big ba- in the ba- big bass pot, Yak Rods has come to me and they're offering fifty dollars off each rod purchase for the big bass winner of each tournament. So they're so whoever wins the big bass pot will also get a fifty dollar. It's almost like a discount code. It's like a good yeah, it's a code for, that will send you for guys. the Yak Rods. Um, I can go ahead and tell you, yak rods are custom built. They're they're located in, um, I think Idaho. Uh, I, I talked with Chris the so. other day, which is the the owner. He he's he's really excited about getting us on board, and get the getting this stuff in kayak anglers' hands. So, with the angler of the year, like like Mike said, is if if you want to compete for the angler of the year, you must pay the twenty dollar membership fee. And that's done by PayPal. You can go on scgkpf.com, go to tournaments, and there's a link down there. You can hit it, and it directs you straight to PayPal, and you can pay that pay that fee. Um, I just ask that the fee be paid before your first tournament. The, the tournament series is going to run May through September, what we discussed, right, Mike? Yep. Okay. So that kind of gives you, what, May, June, July, August, September? five months yeah five months worth of tournaments so um so to be honest guys part of the logic behind that for those of you who are wondering why those time frames well so i know in vermont specifically there's times where we're not even ice out till mother's day weekend so yeah you may lose the first couple of weeks but you may not and you could go down some of the streams champlain usually opens up we ended it in September. I know a lot of kayak trails go into October, but deer hunting, and I know it's a big thing in the south, but the northeast is pretty loaded with deer hunters, and I didn't yeah. want to compete with bow hunters in Vermont and other states. October is a busy month for hunting, and it just we didn't want to reduce the participation and have people have to decide whether they wanted to fish the championship tournament that could win them AOI or go deer hunting that they can only do for two weeks a year. So we just figured we would avoid those windows to make it as accessible as possible. Right. And so on the angle of the year is each tournament, whatever inches you end up for the tournament, if you end up with 12 inches, if you end up with a hundred inches, that's your score for that month. The five fish limit. So you have the whole month to, 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 um, damn, to call out your smaller fish yep. to a bigger fish. So, um, so that's how, that's how you're, instead of doing a point system, it's easier to do inches. Yep. So, um, and then, I actually like that when I saw you did that, the reason why I like that is so say five, five month season, right? So right. two months in guy won two events in a row. Yeah. The guy that's in fifth has to win at least one event statistically to win a to win a points tournament. It's just how it is, right? But you could consistently catch five 18-inch bass and be in the running at the end of the season. Right. Even if you don't win, even if somebody else happened to catch a couple of 20s and just nudge you out at the end of the event, if you have a really good day, you could actually you you have a way you have more control in your hands 
at the end. You don't have somebody running away with it because you could go find fish. And the other yeah. thing, something I want to really emphasize is, guys, you're not locked to the state you live in. So, like, say you're going on vacation. For instance, during August, I'm going to be in Pennsylvania fishing the Kayak Adventure Series tournament on the Susquehanna. Well, guess what? Pennsylvania is included in the tournament. So yeah. I'm going down there paying $175 to enter into a tournament. But I also paid the $45 to enter into this tournament. Now I could win two tournaments in that weekend. And if you're already doing a local trail in your state, you could double dip and it's an online tournament. So you just take the same photos you're submitting to your existing trail. And our rules are literally KBF stand. I mean, there's nothing different about the rules. There's yeah, nothing they're, they're, fancy. They're really, you know, you must use a catch board. Yep. Catch, catch.com is is where you yep. can buy them at or fish fish USA, wherever you want to buy them at. Yep. Um, must wear your PFD must be from a public access ramp, uh, waterways and must wear a PFD and yeah. uh, motor, and you, just you can motor, you can pedal, you can paddle. Um, yep. so. And for those rule, guys who are wondering, there is a list of kayaks that are approved in that KBF yeah. standard too. So, yeah. Um, if, if you go into the rules packet, it's, I think I've already got the first tournament set up, Mike, on Tourney X. So okay. if you click over on rules, the rules packet's there in a PDF file, and you can kind of read through the rules. that Everybody can read yep. through the rules. That way they can get familiar, familiar with their rules. Most most of them are basic kayak club yep. rules. Um, <clears throat> so another thing for the Angler of the Year, whoever wins the Angler of the Year, Mike, uh, with the most accumulated points for the 2024 season, they'll receive a prize packet and a frame plaque, claiming them as the top dog. And also, they'll have their next year membership paid into the tournament as well, into the series. So, um, <clears throat> just to kind of a little yeah. bonus thing. Um, and who, so that, who doesn't want to be the first one to win the first season? Yeah, come on, guys! Like that's that's kind of cool. It's kind of a you know you're the first guy to win the trail, so right. So that that that's basically what the Northern Series is is um, just them states up there. Um, yep. Like Mike said, he got with me. We discussed it. We've been discussing it for the last what four months. Yeah, and yeah. So. Um, now, did we we include did we include Jersey in it? I forget, or was it just New yes? York? Yep, New, we did New Jersey too. Yep, New yep. Jersey. So we right. did we we did include you, Maine. So don't worry, you're involved. So New Jersey is there and New York. Yep. So, um, I will say some of the skepticism that I received about this is that you know Maine is going to win it, or the guys that can fish the Finger Lakes are going to win it. I can tell you right now, I fished Cayuga. I've fished all over New England, and I can tell you right now, I catch just as many big fish in Vermont as I have in Massachusetts, mm -hmm. as I have in New Hampshire. The The region as a whole, there is, granted, don't get me wrong, I understand that there's that you know big lake above me called Ontario that probably has some monster smallmouth in it that could probably help you win, but there's also this lake right next to me called Champlain. So yeah. most of the lakes in this area have the potential 
so you shouldn't have to travel. You should be able to go to your home lake. And it's a great way, in my opinion, to get into kayak tournaments because it's very low barrier to entry. You don't have to spend a lot of money. All you need is a catchboard and the and the equipment you're already using and a phone. That's it. And there's not a heavy the good thing about it is is you're not required to meet at a certain boat ramp at a certain time and figure it out. You go to the lakes that you already know and see where you where you stack up. And that's right. really what for me that's what tournaments were about was like I wanted to challenge myself because I thought I was a hero. And then I started competing against other people and I go, "Oh, maybe maybe I'm not. Maybe I need to learn more techniques." And it sounds like a bad thing, but in a way, it really does help you become a more rounded angler because you realize maybe I do need to pick up that drop shot that I hate yeah. so much because maybe that's what I need to do to catch more yeah. fish, you know. So the, the I missed one thing, Mike, is the link fish is 12 inches. Is the minimum. Yep. Um, I, I know some clubs go eight inches, ten inches, but we we set a standard at twelve inches. It's yep. all CPR, catch, photo, and release. Um, just make sure your your locations are on when you submit fish and take pictures of fish on your phone, where you'll be placed on the body of water that the fish was caught in. So if any questions yep. come up about that body of water being private versus public. Things like that, you know, lakes, rivers, streams, whatever you want to fish, as long as it's public water. Um, the best advice I can give, don't take one photo. Yeah. Take five. Take a bunch of photos. What I do personally, it's a little cheat code, is I'll take four or five photos, try to hold my camera right, take four or five photos, and then take a picture of my pedal drive or my foot to separate the fish, right? Because at the end of the day, you have to understand that our goal is to make this a big tournament. The beauty of it is, is a lot of these live tournaments, especially in the Northeast, our ramps are very small. So you're limited to participation. Some of these tournaments could only have 20 guys because that's how much the boat ramp holds. Right. We could have 500 people if, if that many people signed up because we're spread across every state. So you're not limited to a single boat ramp's capacity. You're limited to the northeast region's capacity. Right. So yeah. that being said, the guy vetting the fish, which is probably going to be me, Daniel, and other people if we have to bring in for help, we have to have a clear photo. It needs to be able to tell you're holding a fish. You're not doing anything to manipulate the fish's length. And it's we can tell based on that photo. But if there's a question... It's not a big deal for us to go, hey, do you have a second photo of that fish? If you have it, send it to us. We can accept it or deny it. And unfortunately, you lost. And that's something that's very key. The other thing to remember about all this stuff is that it's just for fun. Like it's not, there's not, you don't have thousands of dollars on the line, but you could win some money. Right. Uh, yeah. Maine, yes. Yeah. What's your question? And also, guys, anybody who has a question, reach out to me. Reach out to Daniel. We both have Instagram. We both have Facebook. We, I mean, hell, comment on my YouTube videos. It doesn't really matter where you find me. Um, I'm more than happy to answer any questions about the tournaments or any of that stuff. I yeah, I'm fixing to make y'all's heart sick here because I'm fixing to show you a picture. Um, That's a that question. Yeah, I can 
that's technically private, but official lake that that they give out three hundred keys a year is that legal? No, no, because so not everybody private, can yeah. fish that lake. That that is not considered public. If it was a pay lake, if it, if everybody could pay five dollars or ten dollars to fish that lake, then it is considered public water. State park does seven lakes. That's crazy. That's weird. They do that. I guess being from Vermont, I'm spoiled. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be the only thing. Is yeah, it's got to be something that you can't. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fixing to share my screen right here, right quick, Mike, sure. on, on something. It's probably going to make y'all's heart fall out, but. <clears throat> So this is the fish that's caught down in Florida. As you can tell, he's got his catch board. The blue board is called a catch board. Uh, he's got his hand positioned. This is the gill plate. Uh, make sure you, one, one thing is a lot of anglers get close to that gill plate and their hand slips under that gill plate. So um, yep. just make sure that, that, and that mouth is closed completely. Uh, he uses his net in case of, Fish flops most of the time. They that's flop a key. Towards. That's a key feature right there. Yeah. That net right there will save yeah. your butt. Yeah, and these are his identifiers. He, as you can tell, he's fishing multiple tournaments. So mm -hmm. if you're fishing multiple tournaments, make sure you got the correct identifier. Yep, listed on on your identifier card. So, um, but that's, that's another thing, guys. Is there is an identifier for each month, yeah. right? That's how you do yours as well. Yes, it, it, uh, it'll be a different identifier for each month. That is correct. So, and yep. by identifier, guys, it's literally a, a random number letter combination. Right. Um, there's there's a lot of options. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend. There's two options that are the most convenient, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Catch makes a thing that slides right on your board, and it's got a little like em plastic envelope that you can stuff an index card in and write the number on it. Right now. The other option, and I, I I can look it up, and I'll put a link down in my description of my video. I can send it to Daniel. There's a company that makes these metal ones that yep, have an enamel on them. Yeah, blue. And what's nice about those is you can write it on Sharpie, and you can literally dip that thing in the lake, and that won't run. It won't smear. It's, it's kind of convenient if you're doing tournaments like this. Um... But ultimately, the, the reason why I want to bring that up is for anybody who's watching this that may want to understand the rules. That tag is how we know that you signed up. Because when you sign up, you get that tag the morning of the tournament. So it doesn't get released until right. the day of. Yep, those right there. I have that exact one except for mine's a specific for the trail I did. Yeah. Um. So the reason why you do that tag, in case you're wondering, is... I can't go out the day before and catch a bunch of five pounders and then enter them all in the tournament that weren't technically legal because the tournament didn't start yet. So the tag doesn't release until the code doesn't release until the first day of the tournament so that we know that yep. you caught the fish during the window of the tournament, which is a right. month. So these are made by the Flu uh, Blue Fox Blue Fox gift company. They're called a Blue Fox 10 tag. I used to have one until I lost it in the bottom of the lake. Yep, I, <laughs> dude, it's it's nice. So the newer ones, um, his newer ones actually have foam on them, so they float. Oh, they do. Yeah, he stuck like a he adhesived uh like a foam pad to the back yeah. of them, so they'll actually float. So there's like a hole in the back of it 
that right. he puts one of those like hook and loop Velcros, and then there's like literally foam all the way around it, so they'll float because they will sink if you yeah. don't have that. Quick. I like those right there, honestly. Yeah, because um, if this trail gets big enough, yeah. I would reach out to them because he'll actually do custom ones per trail if you get yeah. enough participants. If we get big enough, it'd be cool yeah. to do. But yeah, um, and you can customize the little bottom saying too. You can say "kick ass" or right. Yeah, I put my name on. Mine literally says "Binya Outdoors" on it and my name. Yeah. And um, now the other thing is there was another, and I gotta probably speaking out of class here, but Z Pro is involved in the tournaments too right or is that just the south no no z pro if you are fishing for angler of the year and win the angler of the year z pro let me let me get my files pulled up real quick mike and i yep. can tell you exactly so uh, to be honest guys i knew z pro was involved i just didn't remember the details so i was hoping yeah. he would off the top of his head but no yeah. I, I don't but i can pull that up right quick on my phone better um and honestly, guys, like I said before, it's something that I'm going to be promoting right up until May. Um, I'm going to be doing an entire video series concerning it. Um, the other thing is, is, and I know we haven't worked out the logistics of this yet, but um, I know I personally am going to be kind of documenting my adventures throughout this season doing the tournaments because I'll be entered into them. Um, and again, just to be very clear and transparent, I'm fishing in the tournament, but if I'm vetting fish, they're not my fish. Daniel will be vetting all of my fish. Right. And um, my plan is to try and do at least one, probably the live stream after the month completed, completed on here, even if it's just a five-minute segment kind of going over maybe the top five anglers, what their scores were. Right, yeah. If we can, honestly, I would like to. If we can't do it on May Contain, we don't have a scheduling room. I may even bring them on the spawn. I would like to try to bring the winners on and let right. them talk about, you know, what they did and things like that. But so, just so you're aware, we're gonna try to have you guys yeah. participate in the tournament too. So yeah. So with Z Pro, uh, powered by Z Pro lithium batteries, um, ZProLithium.com is their website. Um, and this is a big this is a big thing. Whoever wins Angler of the Year for the series gets three hundred dollars off of a battery purchase. That's a um, big chunk, guys. That's actually yeah. you could literally buy that battery with right. that and a charger, though, so, and a yeah. charger, yeah, and a charger. Yep. So they they they've come out big across with us this year. Um, so. With that, yeah, that's a uh, that's that's huge. Um, and honestly, guys, I'm not gonna promise anything, but we've been gaining popularity. We've been talking to some companies. There may be more companies that come on board between now and then. And as yeah. they as they appear, we'll announce them and let you guys know. Yeah. So it's a it's a beginning trail. And honestly, the best thing you can do if you're excited about this or interested in it is tell your friends, spread the word. Yeah. Talk to everybody you know that fishes from a kayak that might want to compete because the bigger the tournament trail, the more negotiating power we have when we go to companies. So if we go to a company and say, hey, we're a brand new trail, we have zero members signed up, and we're looking for some prize packs, they're going to go, no. 
But if we go, we have 500 consistent members every month that show up and fish tournaments across New England. They're going to go, oh, really? And and what do you guys, you know, how do you promote this? Well, we have podcasts that we talk about the tournaments. We update. That's where things will grow, but we need you guys to sign up. And honestly, it's more fun. If you're competing against 100 people, for example, you know, it's it's more fun than competing against five or ten. You know, and that's kind of the reason why we included so many states because there's, I mean, look at Pennsylvania. You got Susquehanna, you got New York, you got Cayuga, you got Vermont, you got Champlain, you got New Hampshire has a lot of big rivers and streams. Massachusetts has some big lakes. Like there's, and, and Maine, let's be honest, Maine is just a wilderness on its own. So yeah. you can pretty much <laughs> fish anywhere. So it's, and it's fresh water too, to be clear, guys. It's a bass yeah. tournament. I know we didn't specify that, but it's, kind of a given but it is going to be you know black bass species right. so small mouth large mouth for yes. the northeast i don't think there's any spots up here but if you catch a spot let me see it i'd love to see it but i look i'd like to see that as well you um, probably should report that to fishing game because he didn't get here naturally but no <laughs> but uh yeah that's uh that's kind of what we want to go with mike is uh yep. is, is grow this series and uh, get everybody out on the water and have a good time and compete uh, at your leisure, you know, you're not traveling three to four hours to fish. Yep. You're fishing close to home. You know, you got, say you get off at work at 12 o'clock noon and you know, you know what? I ain't got nothing else to do. Let me go throw the kayak in the back of the truck or on go top of the car and go fish for four hours and have, you know, these are month long tournaments. So you got 30 or 31 days to, um, yep. to fish. And, um, then you have, on the payout side, I usually try to pay out at least three days after the tournament's ended. Uh, yep. I don't, I don't like to hold people's winnings, um, things like that. But there is, there is a stipulation in the in the rules that somebody could say, "Hey, you know, you might want to check this fish. You might want to check that fish. You know, because think, you know, when you're going, when you're looking over 20, 30 fish a, in a tournament, you know, I'm not saying that's a whole lot, but sometimes. You know, if you get 20 plus people catching five fish, that's a hundred fish you got to look at. Yeah. And you might miss something that somebody else caught. So, you know, if you, if you have any, any questions, you can hit me up on, um, at Daniel at stgkbf.com is my email. So if you have any questions, concerns about the rules or want a clarification of the rule, it's, you can, you can email me and I'll, yep. I'll email you the clarification. I will be honest. Um, you can email me, you can call me, you can message me. There's a good chance that I'm going to refer to Daniel because he's done this a lot longer and I know a lot. So if it's a basic question that I'll be able to answer, I'll be happy to. But if there's any gray area or any doubt, I'm going to probably refer you to him or I will ask him directly for you and get that info. Um, there's, to be honest, kayak tournaments, in my opinion, there's less gray. Because you yeah. don't have a live well, you don't have a scale. I can't, I can't stuff lead weights down a fish to make it longer. Like it doesn't yeah. work like that. So, short of doing something funky with manipulating the fish, or honestly, the biggest, I think the biggest disputes I've ever had were like, that's the same fish. Well, is it? I mean, I've seen personally, I have disputed fish that were the same fish that I knew were the same fish because he had the same scar down the side of his face or something clearly identifying. And guess what? 
I submitted it. It challenged, and I've had times where they got rejected, and I had times where they didn't. And that's honestly what drove me to talk to Daniel about this, because I think some of these trails that are here <clears throat> in the Northeast have been forgotten, and the guys who are vetting them might be responsible for four other trails, for some right. of these bigger trails, and they just they don't put the effort that they need to to vet these fish. And again, we're human. We're, we're valuable. Like, we can make mistakes too. So if you call attention to a fish, don't feel like you're doing something wrong or slighting your buddy. Like, you flag a fish, we're going to look into it more deeply and be like, oh, well, maybe, maybe that is the same fish. And there's there's different techniques. I don't pretend to know as much as Daniel, but there's, there's stuff that you don't even realize that's in your photo that will tell us whether it's the same fish or not. Yeah. That fish was taken a tenth of a second after the last fish that you submitted that you've submitted twice. We're going to know, you know, yeah. there's little things like that, that you can see in the data that you guys can't see. Right. So yeah, certainly. Um, just, just make sure you, you, you not submit that. That's, that's a, you know, it's not a big thing, but some people some people kind of take a picture and throw the fish back, yep. and then catch another fish like ten seconds later and take that picture yep. and submit the same fish. Didn't realize, oh, I need to go back in my my camera roll to go to the last picture I took. I've done it. Yeah, I've literally I've literally emailed directors and been like, DQ that fish. I submitted yeah. it twice, but that's why I recommend the foot thing. So like literally, yeah. I take a picture of my fish on the board and I take a picture of my foot or my pedal drive or my kayak or the lake because it creates a picture divider in your timeline in your yeah. phone camera. And then right. that gives you like these four or this fish and these four or that fish. And it just yeah. gives you like that. It's a really good cheat code. I'm telling you, it does work really well because you're like four fish and a toe. Okay. That's one fish. <laughs> Because it is real easy yeah. looking at a different angle and being like, oh, did I submit this 17-incher or did I not? It's one thing when you have five because you've already got your five and then you're usually culling. So chances are you're not going to submit that fish again because you've got that size fish in there. It's another thing when you have three and you're like, did I submit this one or not? Yeah. I think you got two 17s when you only got one and that's yeah. where it gets tricky. So. If anybody's got any more questions or anything, throw them in the comments right now. Um, we'll, yeah. we'll get them answered. Um, I don't think we missed. I didn't see any in there so far. And and guys, this is an open discussion for me personally. I can't speak for Daniel, but like, yeah. okay, there you go. Yeah, it says there's a state park that has seven lakes and they give out keys to the lakes. Yeah, he's referring so, to that. Is that is is a state is is the gates locked? that the state park owns yeah, I, I need clarification on that because if they can if somebody can roll up to the state park house and get the key and go down there and unlock the gate and keep the key with them and then you know if they're doing it that way then then that would be considered public yeah, yeah if, if you have 300 people have exclusive access for the year that's one thing if people right. have to yeah. go get the keys and fish it one at a time that makes sense to limit right. the use i could see that but yeah um we have a park here that's kind of like that. So we have a, a state park where there's a pond in the middle. Right. But you have to pay for access to the park to fish that, which is legal because it is public water. Yeah, I've got to pay, but anybody could pay. That's, that's kind right. of the point yeah. is yeah. if you wanted to pay to go fish there too, cool, do it. But right. um, there's a lot of boat ramps. There's, I mean, technically, 
there's a lot of boat ramps that charge you just to use the ramp in some states. I know in New York. Yes, that that's considered public. That that's a good yeah. thing. You, you know, if you have, if you're fishing, I I don't know what lake y'all got up there, Mike. Um, just say I could tell you right now, Lake Ontario, okay. Mexico Bay boat launch and Oswego Bay Oswego boat launch. They charge to park your boat there and launch boat. Right. So, like, say Lake like Lake Gunnersville in on the Alabama side of Lake Gunnersville. Yep. If there's a boat ramp that charges $10 and everybody can pay that $10 to launch. Right. That's a public ramp. Yep. But say Mr. Joe on the other side of the lake has a, has a boat ramp and he only allows his buddies to launch there that knows Mr. Joe. Yep. That's not a public ramp. We have to be a member of this club to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because that makes yeah. it not public. That means that you probably right. be part of. Because there's some ramps I've seen where you have to be a member of this bass club to. Right, and and, and that and that goes back to pay lakes as well. We 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 have a pay. I have a pay pond over in another county next to me. It costs mm-hmm. five dollars to pay, but anybody can pay that. Yep. They have a box like a Good Samaritan. Yeah, box. it's a Good Samaritan. Yeah, put your, you put your five dollars in there and you go park your truck and go fish. That's considered public order because anybody can yep. access that by paying the five dollars. Yep. So. Yeah, that's probably one of the biggest questions I think. And, and honestly, if you guys are wondering why catch, to be honest, why not catch? Because there really isn't, like, in my opinion, the other than that one that Yak Attack came out with that really never kind of surfaced. Yeah, I don't think they even released that. Yet. Yeah, like I don't think that came out like. The hog trough was kind of garbage, to be honest. Yeah. That thing, like, that used to be the standard for a long time, but that thing was one smack against your gunnel or your boat from being in pieces. It's just yeah. the way it was constructed. And there really isn't any other bump boards that, in my opinion, were, like, because, like, that catch carbonite board is, like, what, 30 bucks? Yeah. And that board is, like, I've dropped it out of the back of my truck. Like, that thing's rugged. Yep. And it's not that expensive. So, I mean, you can get the really, really fancy aluminum ones and all that. Um, Do you allow the, that was the other question I was going to ask, do you allow the folding ones? No. Okay. It has to be one full piece board. One full piece. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because I know there is board. like, I know Catch has the folding and a couple, like Musky Bump has one and a couple other companies have yep. the folding one. But it makes it too hard to yep. see them. For some reason, with those folding ones, the tail always ends up right where that fold is, and then it's hard to tell right. what the actual length of that fish is. So, as you can see, Fish USA has them. They have yep. a 16 inch board, a 26 inch board, and 32 inch board. Uh, uh, I think the 32 inch, the 26 inch board is like 44. Yeah. And actually, guys, a little, a little shameless mm-hmm. plug for my boy Jigs and Bigs has a uh, Omnia code. I think you save like 10%. Yeah. If you go to Omni and buy one. So if you go to Jigs and Bigs Instagram, he's got a link up there. So you go to Omni and buy the catchboard and you'll save a you know ten percent. But right. basically you'll cover your shipping and handling. But Fish USA has them and Fish USA actually has the um that adapter I was telling you about too that yeah. slides onto the catchboard that holds your yeah. your tag. So that I highly recommend because it just allows you to slide that thing up and down and um, the biggest thing I can say when it comes to tournaments like this, guys, is print the damn rules out, <laughs> sit down with a cup of coffee 
on your weekend or when you have a free moment and just go through the whole thing. And if you have any questions about something in there, reach out to us because at the end of the day, we're going to do our best to explain everything, but it's, it's there. It's in writing. It's there for you to read. Um, there's little weird nuances to certain things. And at the end of the day, those rules are specifically there. Like, to make it fair so that everybody has the same playing field. I know everybody doesn't have the same playing field because we're across an entire region. But the point is, is I want to be having the same opportunity to have my fish count that somebody else does. And the way to do that is to follow these rules. And all of these rules, as sad as it is, are in place because somebody tried to cheat using these methods that they banned. It's if, if you knew half of the crap that people like, I've I've literally seen tournaments where guys cut tails off of bass and grab the tail of the bass in their hands so that they could extend that fish even longer by holding the tail. It's there's yeah. so much weird so, crap that people have tried. Yeah, there, there's a there's a picture in the rules packet that that kind of lays out yep. the way to you know just kind kind of showing things. Um, Kind of showing things as far as no. Let me see if I can get it, Mike. That, that way I can kind of. Honestly, you. guys, if you have if you have um, if you have a Tourney X the app already, go to some previous tournaments because any fish that was DQ'd won't be on there. Right. And go look at the ones that were submitted. See where their hands are. Um, see where how the fish is lined up and and things like that. But essentially, you're not covering the fish's face. You're not covering the fish's tail. You're holding it to secure it so it doesn't jump. So yeah, like pretty much. So that right there is the best yeah. identifier. Yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You so really it kind of explains. Kind of, kind of explains um, how to properly make sure you know left fish to left, the eye of the fish to the left. Got the identifier. You got the, the tail flat on the board to its most possible measuring um your hands you know your hand can be on the fish um but it just can't be under that gill plate yeah um any any part of the fingers or hands touching that underneath that gill plate the the fish is dequeued so yeah um and honestly it, there's no reason to like yeah. where you got your hand there, maybe even up a little bit higher just to secure the fish right. up into the, the lateral line is fine. But like yeah. if you start holding the fish towards the end, they're going to flip their tail and get off the board. If you start holding them towards their tail, they're going to, and you'd be surprised how yeah. easily they could pick their head up and jump. So holding them in the middle is actually your best bet to keep them on the board. Cause they will jump the board. Yeah. So, you know, and another thing is make sure that that identifier is not laying on top of the fish that that's automatically DQ'd as well, because the fish can't be judged because it, it, especially when you got close fish in proximity is being submitted is I can put in turning X, I can pull that up and, and look at the fish side by side and kind of look at their lateral lines and things like that. Um, yeah, that's a good point. So me and Maine are doing that um, that kayak adventure series. We're doing oh, the Susquehanna true. one. Yeah. So yeah, so we're doing the Susquehanna one as a team. 
So what's going to be interesting is that we're literally going to be competing against each other in this tournament, but with each other in that tournament. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'm not going to be able to make his his tournament down here when he puts it on. on No, dude. Uh, Yeah, I wish that sucks because that would be the perfect. Like, I wish I was actually asking him, and I really hope like they could do Champlain, which is kind of an obvious one. Right. But there's a lot of places in Vermont that they could get away with one or even upstate New York. There's a lot of places. Um, like Salmon River would be like Pulaski, Salmon River. Um, there's a lot of places like that. But I was really hoping that when he started announcing it before he had his list out, I was really hoping there was going to yeah. be something. Like he didn't really like come. Pennsylvania's as far into my territory as he came. Right. So, and yeah. I get it. I mean, he's where he's where he lives. And because it's the first year, he kind of stuck in his, right, you know, territory. But, um, you know, there's – that one's going to be fun. But, again, like I was saying earlier, what's cool about this one is that you can double dip. So, like, I do the Jigs and Bigs multi-species tournament. So, I'm going to be out there fishing for multiple species. But if I catch a bass, I can enter it into this. If I decide to enter into some of the local opens, I'm still competing every day of the month. I'm in a tournament, yeah. but I don't have to show up at Saturday at 530 fish from six to three. Like I can fish and like Daniel was saying, you know, you, you have three hours on a weekend. You could literally win a tournament by catching five monsters in an hour on the, on a weekend yeah. And, and win a whole month. Like, that's what's cool about the month long is I like the month long because it fits into the angler's lifestyle. Like, let's be honest. Most of us are blue collar. Like, most of us work yeah. our lives. We don't wear <laughs> independently wealthy and have seven days a week to do what we want. We've got that one or two days or even that half a day to go fish. So, right. take that half a day and compete. Yeah. So, yeah, man. It's just uh... – it's just something for y'all northern guys. Like I said, you know, you know, Mike, you you got with me and I was we were we discussed it off off camera and and we shot things around and got it got it formed out. So hopefully this uh kind of bring a series every year that everybody can uh look forward to up there in the northern part of the United States and Canada and yep. and um spread the word that that's the only thing that we can do is spread the word to different club members. Um, if you have, if you're associated with a club, uh, send, send them the flyer in any email or a text. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll post, uh, I think I posted it once, but you can grab it off our, uh, Southeast Georgia kayak bass fishing Facebook group. Uh, if you're not a member, come on and be a member. We have a lot of, we have a lot of people in there. We have over 200 members in there. That, that I don't even think I'm a member. Actually, yeah. I should probably join that, huh? Um, um, uh, we, and I have I have copies of the flyer, guys. If you want them, send, message me. I'll send them to you. Yeah. Um, post them at a boat ramp. Post them at a bait, bait store, tackle store, whatever you got. Yep. Go around the parking lot, put them on all the cars. No, I'm, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Honestly, you know what I thought about doing? It's It sounds funny, but I thought about doing is putting a QR code on it that goes right to your website and literally yeah. just posting them up at ramps. Honestly, yeah. I thought about not even posting the actual flyer, just posting a QR code QR just code. to see people will scan it. <laughs> like, just to see how curious they are to scan it. Uh, hey, we, we could try that because I can go back in my analytics off my website and look to see where yep. that, that 
be interesting to see just how many people just were like, I'm going to scan this just to see where it goes. Yeah. But that's what oh, I thought about doing it on my truck for my that's YouTube what, channel. Yeah, that's what I want. You know, my wife has told me that. She said, why don't you get them QR codes, stick, make a sticker out of them, and just like when you go to a restaurant, stick it on a napkin holder. Yep. <laughs> They're on the um on the back of my business cards. That's yeah. what I did for my YouTube channel because being outdoors is like people are like how do you spell that? So I'm like here, scaredness. So so I come with Carl. I don't know if you can see that, but it's called Bling. Yeah. So uh, it's just a digital business card, and you can attach all your socials and email. Yeah, I gotta I gotta get one of those made up because. I run into that a lot where I'm on the water and people yeah. are like, Oh, you have a channel. And I'm like literally usually wearing a merch shirt <laughs> and they're still like, how do you spell that? And I'm like, here, yeah. scan this yeah, <laughs> because right. it's just easier. But, but yeah, guys, word of mouth, honestly, with tournament trails, it's the best way to spread yeah. the word and look at it this way. Like, yeah, you're, you're doing some of the work for us to spread this. But at the end of the day, if you were excited about competing, would you rather have, and I'm not going to even come close to doing the math, I'm just going to round it down. So say $40 per person, right? So would Hang you on. rather have 10 I, people at 400 Yeah, I was gonna, I was going to do a spreadsheet right quick for you, Mike. Okay, Actually, I was going to say. Kind, kind of give it, give a breakdown. If you want to keep talking, it'd take me a minute to get this spreadsheet. So, so basically, guys, the, the, the idea is we're not, this isn't a business. This isn't something we're profiting from. The money's going back to you guys. Like, it's going back to the competitors. It's basically you are putting the money together with everybody else, and the winner's taking the money out. It's not something that we're pocketing it and getting rich and buying fishing gear. It's the money goes in, and the money comes back out to you guys. And at the end of the day, it's the more people that participate, the more money you win if you happen to have a good day. So that's really... You know the benefit of sharing this right. is is you're gonna get um, hundred people versus ten. Yep. So I can tell you right now, just by looking at a spreadsheet that I made, I've got made up. I'm I'm a spreadsheet type guy. Yep. Uh, so if you had ten people in the tournament, this is just based ten people. Okay. Yep. So if you had ba base ten people, so first place money would be one fifty seven twenty. Yep. Second place would be seventy eight sixty. Third place would be forty-seven sixteen, and your big bass pot would be fifty bucks. That's just so. Keep in mind, guys. Yeah. There's a good chance that you place third, but get the big bass, for example, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So you got your entry fee plus spending money. So right. depending on how far away from home you're fishing, you may have been fishing for free because you paid your entry fee and it covered your gas, but you fished for free that day. Yeah, but. A lot of tournaments are structured that way, where even if you place third, you broke even. But at the end of the day, if you place third, you're probably pretty high on the angle or the year points. Because you probably had five fish to place that high. You probably had five decent fish to place that high, which means you're going to have a lot more inches to participate in the angle or the year. So... Nice. And that's honestly, you're not going to get independently wealthy fishing tournaments, especially grassroots one like this. But wouldn't it be cool to win $157? And again, if you had the big bass, it's $207. Right. And wouldn't it be cool to win that for a month of fishing? And just throw this number out to you, Mike. Uh, if you had 20 people fishing a tournament each month, 
your first place winnings will go up to three hundred fourteen dollars and forty cent. Second place is one fifty seven twenty. Yeah, and your third place is ninety four thirty two, and your big bass pot be a hundred. So, yeah, um, and the biggest thing to look at it, guys, is yeah. what were you going to be doing this month, anyways? What were you right. going to be doing in May, anyways? You're fishing. What are you doing in June? You're probably fishing. So why not just if you, if you've ever bought a Powerball ticket, guess what? This is no different. You're okay. giving yourself that chance to win. So you're already going to be there doing it. You spend a little bit of money. You have the opportunity to make that really good day of fishing turn into $150, Yeah, Jermaine, how many jackhammers can you buy? Yeah, exactly. How much <laughs> How much six cents gear can you buy, man, with with a top winning prize there? <laughs> that, dude, that dude, I don't know how he doesn't have a six yeah. cents uh, sponsorship, no sponsorship at this point, man. I think he's on the back half. I think him and Ben Milliken are talking a little bit. I'm starting he, to wonder, he's just, dude. He's just holding it on the down low. Something. <laughs> he's like he's 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 like a partial owner of Six Sense. We just don't yeah. know it. Yeah, he needs to send me some of them. Uh, golly, it's the it's the bait that has the. It looks like a hybrid hunter, Strike King hybrid hunter, but it, they call it something else. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I bought the other day actually was um, I bought those line through heads. Yeah. So they have a screw in head that has like the line through slot in it, so that you can just make any mm -hmm. swim bait a line through. I really so, like the idea of those. We're 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 talking about baits. I'm facing to bring back an old school bait for you, and a lot of people's probably never heard of this, but I, I hate to talk about baits and stuff and everything on, on a live but it, it, it's an old school finesse technique and mr charlie brewer out of tennessee started this back it's it's before finesse fishing even got finesse fishing it's called a slider and this is the it's like a number one office offset worm hook but the lead is flat on the, this side and you actually dead stick this thing. You put it on like skin, like spinning stuff. And uh, so it's that's interesting. So it's kind of like a worm hook jig head. Yes, this but, is what it looks like put together. Huh. That's what it looks like put together. And the worm, the worms are specially made by this company for these hooks. It's got like a little flat tail on it. Okay, and you just. You, you take it and you just barely move it on the bottom. So it's like it's like basically like a fused peg Texas rig, but yeah, that's interesting. But, but like the head angle is different. Yeah, yeah. that's going to make it float. Yeah. And I'm assuming that probably is more buoyant plastic, so it probably yeah. stands up a little bit. But it's an old it's an old school technique. Look it up on YouTube. It's these videos were made back in nineteen like nineteen eighty. You know what's funny video, about that the though? Vid the videos are like old school. What's funny about that, just to fill out this next few minutes before we end the live, is yeah. you know what? You don't want to know what my number one springtime bait on a couple of lakes around me is? Freaking MEP spinner. Old oh, yeah. school inline Old spinner. School. Yeah, inline Cold spinner. water, dude, you throw out like a size four fire tiger. Yeah. And you'll and you'll kill on it. And the other thing is like the old school poppers, like the actual old school pop R, like back in the day like there's a lot of like old baits that people don't fish anymore that actually have become 
so old that they work now because no one's using them, so it's something that they haven't seen. Yeah, the fish hadn't seen. That's right. So, so. yeah, so anybody who wants to sign up for the tournaments up in the north, uh, get in contact with me and Mike. Uh, the first one's already posted on Tourney X. You can go yep. to your Tourney X account, search for it. Um, <clears throat> let me bring up Tourney X right quick, and I kind of show you how, how it's yep. laid out on there. And honestly, guys, if you want it, I'm more than happy on the spawn or even just in my videos in general. If you want a demo on how to measure fish, how to submit fish, I'm more than happy to do videos on all of that or go over, you know, technique stuff on how to measure them and weigh them. And right. like there's little nuances to it. One of the biggest things I can tell you is having a net is almost a requirement because of two things. One, you can put that net up as a wall. And two, you can use it as a live well while you get your right board ready. But so, <clears throat> with when you come to Tourney X, you don't have to sign in to look at the tournament. Now, if you go right. over to club tabs right here on the main main screen, you'll scroll down and you will go under GA. Oh Lord, hang on. GA right here at South Southeast Georgia Kayak. You click into that, you'll see several different tabs. Uh, you'll see the Georgia Tour, the Kayak Nationwide, the, the, the Northern Online Kayak Series. So if you click into that, it already has the first tournament right there. Yep. So you just click into that and kind of basic, basic information. Um, who's putting on a tournament? Who are some of our sponsors? If you hit View Rules, that leads you to the Rules Packet. Um, views. Terms and conditions. That's the uh, waiver, the waiver form. So uh, yeah, just uh, just look at it. Uh, that's all I can say is just look at it. Yep. Get, get yourself familiar how to. So um, I that was the other question I was going to ask real quick is, yeah. the tournament start at is there a time? Uh like yes, six a.m. Um, and okay. runs to. Um, well, it just start. It, if you want to fish at night, you can fish at night. That that's yeah, yeah. But they start on May first at six a.m. and they stop on May. I think um, May's got thirty or thirty-one days. I think it's got thirty-one days, right? Yes, okay. thirty-one yeah. on May. Yeah, yeah. So eleven fifty-nine p.m. on May thirty-first, the tournament goes off. So I'm not going to hide the leaderboards. Um, I'm not going to do that to everybody because uh, I like to see people know what they, they're they trying to go against for the month. So I'm going to tell gonna... you right now, guys, I've fished in both kinds of tournaments. <laughs> and to be honest, that whole hiding the leaderboard thing. Right. If you're that close to winning, you're not checking the damn leaderboard. Yeah. You're fishing your ass off trying to get as yeah. many as you can. Like, and, and honestly, guys, I will say, fish as much as you can. And don't give up. If you get second week of May comes around and you look and you're like, yeah, man, I'm like way behind in inches. Right. You would be shocked on, you know, like I've been, I've done live tournaments where I've come right up to the last 20 minutes and caught three fish. Boom, boom, boom. And all of a sudden I'm in third, you know, like don't just, don't just give up because you look at the leaderboard and think, oh, there's no way I'm going to catch up because there's always that 20-incher. There's always that big bass that, you know, 
literally sometimes one fish can make the difference between a 20th place and a first place or right. third place. Yeah. So, so yeah, just, uh, just make sure you spread the word with all your kayak buddies up there in the North, everybody, um, looking forward to it. Um, we, um, we're looking to grow this series year after year, um, yep. get, get with some more sponsors throughout the coming up years and try to get them on board that, that way, you know, the more, the more sponsors we get, the more, the more sweet the deal, deal packages are. Um, and it's not going to be like a one and done guys. We're looking to yeah. run this yearly and just try to grow it. And, yep. and honestly, it's, it's a community. The whole idea is to build this group. Yeah. I know we're all in different areas, but one of the biggest things that I think with an online series, that's cool is you got a fishing buddy, right? That you always fish yeah. with both of you enter now instead of just being like dude i totally had you now you've got proof on right. that phone look i am in fifth and you're in fourth right. so you know at the end of the day you know where you're at where you measure up it's a good way to compete with your buddies it's a good way to honestly bring in people and just have people fish with you and everybody gets to compete and have fun like i said me and me yeah. we're boys we're going to be competing <laughs> all summer and then come August, we're literally going to be on a team, but we're still going to be competing for the end of the tournament for this too. So that's right. So yeah, it's uh get get in and get in early and uh, fish with all your buddies and fish against the fish against your buddies, trash talk a little bit, have fun, be yeah. safe, um, and maybe win you a little bit of money on the side to help help feed your uh, next addic addiction to. Uh, to it just you honestly, in my, it, well, and that's the thing is it makes yeah. you a better angler. It really does yeah. because when you go to your, you go to your lake and you catch five and you go, you know what, I had an excellent day. And then you go look at the score and you go, well, actually, Daniel kicked my ass today, so now I need to get back out there and try a little harder to catch a little yeah. bit bigger. And then you start experimenting with techniques that you would never think to try because you're like, you know, maybe I should try that stupid hangover bait or that. <laughs> You know, I'm saying that because I want Maine to come unglued for a second, but uh. <laughs> that stupid, that stupid six cents bait that everybody says catches bigger fish, yeah. but, but yeah, it, um, yeah, everybody just, uh, if you have any questions, you can leave them in the comments. We'll answer them later. Um, or you can get, you can contact me at Daniel at scgkbf.com. Um, or you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter um things like that if you missed the podcast uh it will be on my channel on mike's channel it'll be on spotify uh tomorrow for the audio version and hey just just get out there and have fun make sure you wear your pfd and uh be safe on the water have anything else mike before we close out i think that's it honestly guys like i said the biggest thing is Get, get share this out and ask questions and we're happy to try to grow this thing as fast as we can and let's have some fun with it yeah man and uh everybody fish on <laughs>